Welcome back to the Buddies Much Podcast. My name's Sean. I'm Andrew. And I'm Chase. Before we get started today, we want to just remind you to like and subscribe. We're uh, trying to get the channel up there, you know. Today we're talking about our top five favorite villains of all time. Now, these are villains that span across movies, TV shows, video games, you name it. Like Everything but everyday life, because that's maybe a little too real. But <laughs> <laughs> I think Andrew chose all book villains, so... <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but um, top five villains, and um, I'll I'll give you just a heads up. I didn't want to double up because I know there's some very easy easy pickings when it comes to villains. So yeah. I purposely chose some ones that are maybe a little out there just because I didn't want us to double up too much. So if you're thinking the mine's a weird pick, you're right. It is a weird pick. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. But Sean, you want to start us off? I do. I do. Now I know that. Are we this... going to go from four to one? Or five, five, five. five. That's five, what I'm five, 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 yeah. five, five to one. Yes, we're good. we're going. I mean, in typical top five fashion. Yeah. So I chose Venom for my number five, and I know that he's like, I don't want to say like the most iconic villain, but when it comes to Spider-Man, he's kind of the 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 negative, I guess, the the opposite. He's he's been Spider-Man's yeah, villain. He's the antithesis of Spider-Man. The the because like you got the Spider-Man suit, and then you got the the, the Venom suit, the, the black yeah, 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 yeah. you know. And I mean, I like Venom so much because I think in a lot of stories it always represents sort of the beast within. And I mean, his recent appearances in in media have not done him justice at all. Yeah. If if you want to get to know the villain that I know and love, you got to read the comics, and that that's where Venom really shines. That he he shows a lot of like moral ambiguity, I think, and it's one of the one of my favorite Spider-Man villains. Yeah, Venom's intense. They actually started a new comic series about Venom, and I don't really know how I feel about it, but the old one, the, the Donny Cates run, was really good because I feel like they captured the... Um, again, I'm piggybacking off what you said, but Venom's an interesting character because he has to take on a host. So the host may not be the a villain itself, but Venom, the the symbiote, is. So it's this, this moral line of, well, I... Because in the comics... They don't show this in the movie, but Venom has to feed. He has to eat. Yeah. And, you know, you're stuck between this doing the wrong thing, but kind of for, like, to live. But you you're know hungry. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's tough. Yeah. So, but I guess, I don't know, that's with every villain. What about you, Andrew? Number five. This might throw you guys off, but my number five is Bellatrix Lestrange. Okay. Really? Harry Potter. Okay. Yeah, again, kind of an out there one. It, but, it, it's interesting that you wouldn't go with like Voldemort. You know, I did. I put Voldemort on the list, and then I re, I I kind of knew everyone's list. I'll I'll I'll, I'll be real, and I realized we didn't have a single girl on there. And oh. so I was like, you know what? Excuse me. Oh 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 wait, you do have one. I'm sorry. <laughs> At least my list. I was like, you know what? I got to put a girl villain on, or a female villain on. So I was thinking, you know, Bellatrix Lestrange is she's also pretty bad. So yeah. Just thinking back to some of the scenes in Harry Potter. Um, when she kills Sirius Black, mm-hmm. and she just ends up laughing about it, that's a pretty maniacal scene where she's just, just straight up, person. straight up, yeah, sociopath, just lying about, it, sets the field on fire, you know, just a pretty awful person, really. Just mm-hmm. I think like when I think of villain, she's up there with 
and I won't spoil anyone else's list, but she is just um, the pure embodiment of evil. She just does whatever she wants because she wants to, and she wants to be bad. I mean, she may have motives that line up, but she's just an awful person. So that's why I put her on. I I wonder, like, if is there a line between like a uh, someone who's just wants to be a bad guy just to be a bad guy, and like villains that you like or rather yeah. uh, villains that you agree with yeah i understand I the, the concept because like um villains don't see themselves as villains most of the time right that's the whole point is they think they're doing the right thing where so do you think, think bellatrix is just like i think you she, think she she's is the just opposite. crazy i think she's just crazy and just, trying just to be likes to be bad for bad sake um but sometimes has her motives line up with Voldemort or other people from time to time but anyway that's my number five cool uh my number five uh John Wilkes Booth <laughs> no <laughs> kidding it's uh Lucifer from Supernatural I know tons of different shows have like depicted Lucifer differently Lucifer I thought you meant Lucifer like the show because that's pretty popular that's a good show it I mean, kind of is that Lucifer is just meh but yeah. Lucifer and Supernatural, at least in the beginning, was really cool. Kind of make your skin crawl, just like I love those kind of villains. That I actually haven't like I haven't seen Supernatural. Supernatural. I stopped after season two. Yeah. So. Supernatural. I had a love hate relationship with it. It started off awesome, then it just tanked. Then it got better. Then it tanked. It was <laughs> like this. Like pretty much any season, roll a d twenty. Like. Or flip a coin. It was either good or it was terrible. Like, but anyway, Lucifer was like a very constant villain throughout the whole series. So what about him? Like, was was he just intimidating, or was he like, why was he so scary? Just I don't know. I would say mainly like, given it's been a minute since I've watched Lucifer, but uh, or watched Supernatural. I remember just like watching, like the feeling I got like watching, and like just like his motivations, his whatever was always like. You know, so pretty he, pretty evil. So he he's like pretty smart. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah, he's yeah. like cunning. He like makes plans and stuff like that. Like he's pretty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And like I mean, is really interesting because like learning back that certain people were actually like he was behind a lot of the different plots and different things, and uh-huh, like okay. you sometimes realize like oh that person actually was Lucifer and not just like some demon or something mm-hmm. like. Right. I know. I, I really liked... I figured he should be on my list just because, like, the way he made my skin crawl. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. Fair enough. Sweet. Yeah. That's my number five. Okay. Number four, Sean. So my number four, it was actually a, a bit of a wrestle for me because there are two characters from Naruto that I really, really liked, villain-wise. Actually, three characters, but I, I had to narrow it down to two and then narrow it down to one. But I I chose Madara Uchiha for my number four villain. I feel like Madara was more of an overarching threat. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, And and the other two I was debating with was actually Obito Uchiha and... um, Orochimaru? No. Nagato. I had it in my brain. It just left. It's another Uchiha. (laughs) Itachi. Oh, Itachi. Oh, yeah, Itachi. Yeah. He wasn't a villain. 
that, that, that's very debatable. Again, but like undercover. Yeah. But that's kind of what what the draw for Itachi was right. is that it was like, oh, he's like this guy, and Obito, you know, so tragic. Uh, but I think overall, Madara was just kind of the the big baddie, and and he was the strongest, and he was the one who was pulling all the strings for all the you know. As I was about to say, Madara was kind of the puppet master, and Obito was the puppet for a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I mean throughout the whole, it's kind of like what you mentioned in Lucifer. When you watch Naruto at the very end, you kind of realize Madara had his hand in everything. Like yeah. Yeah. he he had this overall plan, and he was planning it for forever, and he had a thousand means to an ends to meet his plan, and that's what a villain does like they they scheme yeah and i mean he's freaking powerful too (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah like in in the end it's just like everyone was struggling to stop this one guy and and a lot of them couldn't (laughs) it was it was really cool to see like and some of the best moments in the entire series are with madara like yeah absolutely Uh, nice that's my number four uh my number four is Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Now, there's a lot of bad guys in Game of Thrones, and there's a lot of people you could debate or good or bad, but to me, Joffrey is such a good bad guy because he is a terrible bad guy. (laughs) And what I mean by that is here you have this little kid who has so much power and so much say, and he's just a complete brat, and he does whatever he wants whenever he wants, and that is very very scary to have all that power in the form of a child and i mean everyone knows if you've seen game of thrones you hate joffrey there's no one in the world that likes him (laughs) i Um, mean i haven't seen game of thrones but i know joffrey by reputation (laughs) it's so bad that like after he was done with the role people like he was getting like threats and stuff from people because you know people have a hard time understanding that he was playing a role (laughs) and he's just like thank you yeah exactly (laughs) But, you know, this is a guy who would just, like, you're watching the show, everything's going just fine, and he just turns it on its head for no reason whatsoever. Just, oh, kill this person. Oh, dude. And just, like, like when he... Uh, that's kind of spoilers because Sean hasn't seen it. But, we anyway. Know. Everyone is... You, you, yeah. Have, if you've seen Game knows. of Thrones, you, you know that Joffrey is a freaking little dweeb. But, <laughs> anyway, Joffrey is a... A, a good villain because he's an annoying bad villain. So that's my number four. But not my most hated character in that show. Uh, same, same. I'll agree <laughs> with that. I mean, I hate him, but in a good way. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those where you love hating him. All right, my number four, Magneto. That's a good, that's a good one. Yeah. I, I like... I feel like that's a sleeper one. Like, a well, lot yeah. of this, some, people some always people, forget about People Magneto. don't, like... The, the cool thing about Magneto is, like... You can make an argument either way. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Whether he's good or bad. And, like, I mean, like, like his intentions and stuff, you feel for him. You know, with, like, the whole mutant oppression. The mutant racism. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I feel like it had some, uh, you know, kind of like the Avengers vibes of the, you know, registering. And he's just like, no. I mean, again, he's also like, we're better than you. But. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, like, and the Brotherhood of Mutants as such a quintessential organization of villains for, for the X-Men, like for as long as the X-Men have been a thing, the, the brotherhood has been a thing too. And, and I, I also love like his whole thing with uh professor X. Yeah. Just like that whole, what, yeah, their like long standing, you know, history. 
I think some of the best interactions in X-Men are between those two because like of course they're mortal enemies and blah blah, blah but they can sit down and they can like have a conversation play a game of chess or yeah. or, or just talk like it's... now I know Days of Future Past was pretty terrible but <laughs> like it was still kind of cool to see them like working together yeah so for me this is a really old one don't say Plankton from Spongebob it's not <laughs> <laughs> I changed my answer to Plankton from Spongebob <laughs> <laughs> this is a really old one. I I actually just got into to this movie re- very recently. Uh, Psycho f- from like what 1960. Norman Bates, one of one of the the oldest thriller villains out there. And I don't want to say that he's like an incredible villain because he's he's whatever. He's just unnerving, yeah. you know. When when you watch the movie the first time, it, it's like, oh my gosh, that was a crazy twist. And then you watch it again, and you start to see, like, oh, this is what he was talking about here. And, oh, this is what he was talking about here. Like, this dude is nuts. Yeah, I think, like, it's, he's not by any means, like, cunning or a genius or anything like that. He's yeah. just very <laughs> yeah and that's what's so uncomfortable is that you know you it's hard to put yourself in that shoes because why would you like it's, yeah it's just very odd there so there's a scene at the very end of, of psycho where he like looks into the camera and and chills run down your spine like it it's spooky <laughs> like, yeah. it's like uh i almost put hannibal lecter my number on, on this. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're good. That's my, uh, that's my number three. So yeah, we'll get into that. So, I mean, that's a great transition. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's talk number about three. Hannibal. <laughs> uh, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Um, I was going to put Buffalo Bill, but I was like, nah, it's lame. Hannibal Lecter. He stole the show. So let's, Definitely. let's talk about Hannibal. Hannibal Lecter is to me. He's the guy that's just always a step ahead. He just like, he holds like you feel like you've got the one up on him and you don't like he's always got all the power all the time yeah and you i mean in the movie jodie foster goes to him to get information and he kind of just plays with her a bit because he can and he's a guy that to me seems like he's too smart for his own good which led to a little bit of insanity and that's how you get hannibal lecter um great movie by the way go watch it silence of the lambs if you haven't seen it yeah, and right. I mean, like, the way the, on the, the way that Anthony so Hopkins on. plays it. <laughs> what did you say, Jay? The, he puts the lotions on the skin. It puts the lotion on the skin. Or that's else that's Buffalo. Right? Yeah, or else okay. it gets, okay. okay. yeah, gets that. the hose again. Yeah. Um, but Anthony Hopkins, the way he plays it, it, it uh, again, like... He just kills it. Unnerving, you yeah. know? I think it's the same... I get kind of the same vibe of Hannibal Lecter when I watch, like, mobster movies like mob bosses because Hannibal Lecter is so unpredictable. Like, am I going to get the super smart, sophisticated Hannibal Lecter? And then suddenly he jumps and starts cutting off your face and wants to eat your brain. Like, so it's, it's very like if you were, if I was in a room with Hannibal Lecter, that would, you'd be sweating bullets, man. Oh, definitely. But he's just very calm and collective when he wants to be. And and he knows when to let the beast out and start eating brains when he wants to. And then he can go right back into being a normal kind of guy. Anyway. Plus Hannibal and and Norman got like spin off shows. 
Yeah, they did. Like modern spin-off show. I haven't yeah. seen either of them, but my sister has, and she yeah, says I watched, they're awesome. I watched the the Psycho one. It, I stopped halfway through because it got too little like love drama-y for me. Bates Motel? Yeah. Yeah. I stopped halfway through, and it got a little weird with the mom. Oh. Like, really weird. <laughs> but that's the point. Yeah, I know, like, yeah. That, like, like, that's the whole idea. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not knocking the show for that. I'm just saying, like... It, like, it's hard to watch. It was hard to watch, and it was hard to, like... It was almost like they were telling two different... Like, his, his high school story and the, the weird, creepy mom story, and I was just wanting them to focus on what... Anyway, I ended up dropping it. It, it was a good show for the time being. Okay, okay. Chase, you're number three. My number three... From Game of Thrones, Cersei Lannister. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. See, now that's another one. Like again, I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but that's another one I know by reputation. Like, well, and the thing with Cersei is like, like it could be debated if yeah. she's a villain, but is like, she is? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, like you hate her, but you love her. Like, I mean, I just thought she just did phenomenal. Yeah. The real cool thing about Cersei is, you know, kind of like what you're talking before. Like, you know, she has like control. Like, yeah. like. Even in the background, like she's controlling all these different things, got her hand in all the many, yeah, many and it, baskets. I mean, the way she controls Jamie Lannister, too. Oh, like, yeah. she has all this power, and I feel like Cersei, um, throughout the show, is driven a lot by emotion. She cares about just the people she cares about, and she will level nations just to yeah. get somebody back or just to, like, you know what I mean? And she has no regret doing it. But Yeah, that's why she, I don't know, like. Seriously, through that whole show, it was just like, I remember like every time she was on, I was like, cool, something, like, something's... She's fierce, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's by no means like a damsel in distress, like, no. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I love Cersei. Sean, you need to start watching Game of Thrones. I know. Every time I, like, turn the TV on... It's I'm a like, commitment, though. I'm like, like, should I start? And then I'll look at, like, eight seasons, and I'm like, I don't have the time. <laughs> I binge-watched all of it. Well... This was before like eight came out, maybe before seven came out. I binge watched like the first six seasons in like two weeks. Ugh. See, you say that, but like, did you when have you potty s- breaks when like... you start? It's hard to stop. <laughs> it is man. hard to stop. It, like, anyway, like I was going to the family video down from where I lived and renting like the full on seasons. Oh, and then just coming back. Few See, days later, See, I, I got the two-week trial on HBO, so I had to watch it in two weeks. <laughs> but, well, that's a good one. All right, I think we're at two. 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 We're getting to the good stuff now. Yeah. yeah, my number two, and like, this is a surprise to no one. Uh, I chose Darth Vader. <gasps> Darth Vader. <laughs> and, you know. No, it makes sense. That's like everyone knows Vader, man. Everyone knows Vader. He's so old school, and like. He looks cool. He's so much more than he appears to be, you know? And and I'm drawing from more than just the movies because uh, I guess they do talk about it a little bit in the movies. Uh, but but more in the comics and, and uh, the books, they really get into it. Like, what's going on inside his head when these things are happening? And from one standpoint... He's this maniacal, sadistic, insane, overpowered, incredibly crazy person who can just take out armies by himself and, like, walk into a room and just, like, kill everyone in seconds. 
And then you, you kind of get into his head and a little bit into his backstory. And it's just tragedy and pain and sand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate sand. He sees a Gosh, grain of sand, God. just goes nuts. And like, <laughs> and like the love he lost, and the and the potential that he lost with that, because like, because he knew that she was pregnant when Padme died, and so he thought that like his kids were gone, and 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 the future that went along with that, and it's it's so tragic. And that's that's a common trope with villains is that they're they're all broken. Is that yeah. you know? Uh, w- one question for you though is so what what made you choose um, Darth Vader over like so let's say Emperor Palpatine? So that that was actually a, a debate that I had with myself that because Palpatine was sort of always the 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 bad guy i want to say like i don't i don't want to say that palpatine was ever because like with vader there's a little bit of moral ambiguity yeah where, but with palpatine he's like the poster boy i am bad like there's no real like saving grace with palpatine well, again, it's favorites really. sean likes palpatine but loves vader that's true <laughs> I, that's I think it, it, it is a little bit a matter of preference but I think that like that emotional complexity that comes sure. with Vader it is what made him more of a relatable villain. Yeah. And and the more relatable that villain is, the more you're like, oh, right. like. All right, my number two, and you're all gonna groan. You knew it was coming. Uh, it's Thanos. Yeah, that's not a groan. Uh, I like Thanos. It's kind of a groan. It, it's, it's, it's just like yeah. It's I mean a, it's that a makes gimme. sense. It's a gimme. Yeah. But you know, what? let me stick up for him for a bit because Thanos is a great villain. He. I mean, how many movies were made up until Endgame? Of oh, they were playing them. Thanos up for a decade. Like. Yeah, and Thanos, again, he's one of those characters where he seems like he's one step ahead of you. You know, he's got Nebula in his back pocket. He's getting the, he slowly is able to get the uh, Infinity Gauntlet and the ring, not the rings, the uh, gemstones? The, the uh, Infinity uh, Stones. Infinity Stones, thank you. And... It was nice to see, in a lot of movies, you know, the heroes win, and it was nice to see Thanos, his overarching plan come to fruition. Like, he, he did it. He snapped everyone away. Yeah. And um, and and then I they liked... ended Infinity War, and it was like, oh, so he just won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I thought that was so cool, is that, like, we got to see him and all of his efforts pay off, and... You know, his reasoning for doing it is kind of messed up. But anyway, I think he and he's a villain that, I mean, you had to grab everyone from the freaking MCU to fight. Like, yeah, he's he's freaking powerful. There's there's not much more to say. Like, I think he's sometimes I wondered like about Thanos and like what would have happened if the MCU just like left it at Infinity War. Oh, Pandonium, I'm oh. sure. That would have been funny. It would have been cool. People, people would have lost their minds. Because I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, it would just be interesting. Here's my problem with Thanos, though, is that is that I've read a lot of the comics, right? And and when it comes to some of these big time villains, Thanos is not real. I mean, he is a big time villain, but he like. I mean, I feel like that he overshadowed some of the other really big time villains. Ultron, for example, yeah, in the sure. comics, is a monster. Loki, a god of of mischief, is a real problem. Like, 
And I feel like they, that Thanos in, sort of tossed them aside like chumps. Yeah. yeah, and in the comics, I feel like Thanos is almost too good for... He has more important things to do than to worry about snapping half the Earth away. Hmm. Like, I don't know. In the movie adaptations, I don't know. I thought he was a good villain. I thought he uh, instilled fear. I yeah. think I think they hit that very well. And they never did address his relationship with death, which I thought was interesting. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Chase. Well, my number two. <laughs> numero dos. Negan. Uh, Walking that, Dead. That's what yeah. I, I wanted to put on my I list. I love Negan I almost so put much. Negan on there, too. Yeah. Just, I mean, the whole, given Walking Dead has had its ups and downs, but Negan was definitely one of the ups. He was like, he was my favorite part of the show, like especially oh, yeah. in the later seasons. Like I didn't care about anyone else. I just wanted to see Negan. Especially in the later seasons, if you if not season 11, that's what we're on now. If you've watched season 10, you really start to feel for Negan because he's in the he's locked up and he's that guy where you're like, "Have you changed? Or are you just uh what do you you know what I mean? It's in the back of your mind. You're like, "Is he scheming? Is he scheming?" But yeah, Negan's, he's a good one. He's ruthless, man. He's one of my favorites. But also compassionate. They, see, because they, they showed that his backstory there in, in the late season. I forget what season that season was. 10, was it 10? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they showed a little bit of his backstory and how he was, like, taking care of his wife and, like, trying his hardest. But he just kept getting beat down and beat down and beat down. And so you feel for him in a way that, like, yeah, I'd kill everyone, too. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe it is that emotional attachment that makes such good villains. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Does that put us at one? That puts us at one. All right. Okay. So now that, I've been, up strong. <laughs> now that I've been talking so much about like emotional attachment, I'm going to talk about someone who just is complete nuts for the fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so every time I thought about, like, because we were like making these lists beforehand, I was like, who am I going to pick? Just who's a villain? Who's a villain? Who's a villain? And I could not stop thinking about Joker. Yeah, that's the that's the poster boy. Yeah, just yeah. like every time you think villain, it's Joker. Joker. Like, and and some of the the best performances of all time in movies, in video games, have been the portrayal of Joker. I think like Heath Ledger Joker in the Dark Knight series, yeah. Mark Hamill's Mark Hamill. Joker in oh, yeah. in video yeah. games in all of the Arkham series, like uh, Jack Nicholson's Joker. That's a lot of people's yeah. favorite. And such a good villain in in movies, in in comics, in video games. It, there's a reason people keep going back to him over and over and over and over again. Not all the movies. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> what was the one that just came out? Joaquin Phoenix. It, I think it's just called Joker. Yeah, just called but, Joker. Yeah, that you're, was awesome. you're talking about Jared Leto. I'm talking yeah, about we'll Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can, yeah. But, that didn't happen. Kind of like uh, King of the Crystal Skull. Like, what yeah, was that? Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> But but there, but there's a reason why they keep coming back to him because he's just such essential villainy. Yeah, just to talk a little bit more about him, Joker is, to quote the movie, he's a guy who just wants to watch the world burn. He has he's he is so scary because he pretty much has zero motive. Yeah, he does. I mean, he might have one or two little motives, but like, he likes to just mess with Batman. He likes to mess with people, and. It's actually a really good comic. Go out there and read it. It's a one-shot, The Killing Joke. Oh, yeah. Amazing comic. So good. Hard but to find, though. <laughs> it is hard to find, but if you can, pick it up. And it's all about the Joker trying to convince Batman that villains are born by one moment. You know, you can if you have one bad day, you will become a villain. 
and it's him trying to show that to Batman. And it just, I won't spoil it, but go ahead and read it. It's, it's one of, it's a good portrayal of the Joker. There's another series out called the three Jokers. Um, that's also really good, but there's not a lot of bad Joker. He's, yeah, he's, he's pretty solid when it comes to villain, villainry. I think there's a movie that came out with the killing joke. Oh, is it an animated movie? Yeah, it's an animated movie. Interesting. You might find that on HBO or just the internet, you know? Yeah. You know how to do it, people. <laughs> but, um, Andrew. My number one. My number one is The Curse of Strahd. <laughs> Strahd? Strahd from D&D. Okay. Um, I wanted to pick something from D&D. I wanted to stay... Like, I know we're doing a lot of movies and TV shows, but I want to show a little love to uh, D&D. And I like Curse of Strahd. And I thought, um, he's a villain that you, you meet early on and it's one of those things where you want to kill him but you know you can't and so <laughs> he's too strong and so again just that you know level one meeting him just and if you can role play him right and all this other stuff he can he can bring a lot of fear and to the table and he can bring a lot of blurring of the moral lines because he likes to kind of play tricks on you and stuff but in my eyes he's a uh, He's a good portrayal of what a villain should be. He's a broken man who is trapped in this cursed land, and he, um, I don't know, he just does bad things to people because he has nothing else to do, really. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anything else to say on, on Strahd? I, I feel like sort of the same, maybe not the same, but pretty close to the same origin story as, like, Darth Vader. That like Yeah, yeah, similar. That that's the tragedy that he had to endure, and now it's just pain and and it, sorrow, and it's and also he was such a powerful dude that now it just like radiates out, and everything around him is pain. And, it, I think similar to Vader, um, it's almost like he's made all these choices, and now he's at the point of no return. Yeah, where he even if he does deep down feel like sorrow and guilt, it doesn't matter. This is what I've done for so long, and this is like all my actions and everything. This is just who I am now. Like, yeah. I can't go back. And obviously with Star Wars, that changes at the very end with Luke. He has that final moment where he's like, nah. Yeah. But it, it, different with Strahd. He becomes a vampire. You can't really unvampire yourself. But, yeah, that was my number one. Chase Aru, finish oh, us yeah. off. Take us All home. Right. So my number one, I liked but didn't love till a different part. Oh, let me explain. So uh, Gus from Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. I love okay. Gus and Breaking Bad. But in Better Call Saul, yeah. like you really get to know Gus. Yeah. And really get like I mean, just the diabolical, like, I mean, he is there to do the one thing he's good at and <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a, he's a businessman and that's First and foremost, everything else is put to the side. At least that's how I view it. Oh, yeah. He, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, he, he doesn't really show compassion or anything. It's, well, you have a task, do it. You didn't do it. Here are the consequences. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, I just, I remember, like, really falling in love with Gus. Just, like, the, just everything about him when it came to, you know, building the bunker, the, you know, making the drugs. Like, just, like, his whole, like vision his whole dream like actually came to be and like i don't know it was just kind of cool watching that from like because normally like villains 
then maybe last a season, then you're on to a new villain. But with him, it's like, uh, I just love it. Sorry. I just, I need to rewatch it all again. Yeah. I, I need to get Sean to watch it. I, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. I haven't watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> like, it's okay. I started it. I got maybe two or three episodes in, and I was just like, this kind of sucks. <laughs> Honestly, it, I like it. The only thing I couldn't stand was the wife and kid. Oh, yeah. Like, And I get that they're supposed to be the annoying part of the show, but it was just way too much for me. But Brian Cranston and, and uh, Aaron Paul, I think, did amazing. Oh, yeah. But um, if you can look past the kid and the wife who just complained the whole time, it's a great show. I mean, I guess you could also call Walter White somewhat of a villain also. Yeah. And you could. I mean, him too. Just like, I thought they portrayed all that really well in the show. Yeah. So, anyway, that's our top five. Thanks for joining. Make good choices. Don't be villains. Leave a, leave a comment. If we're wrong, just uh, keep yeah, it to all, yourself. Tell us your opinion. Oh, uh, <laughs> just tell us. Oh. <laughs> all right. See you next week. <laughs>